This is the Impossible Things Podcast. Here are three average guys discussing the impossible. Jesse Human, Jimmy Donahue, and your host, Kyle Cole. Welcome back to the Impossible Things Podcast. We have been gone for quite some time, well over a year, right? Yeah, too yeah. long, too long. We've got, uh, it's just Kyle and Jesse right now. Sadly. Uh, Jimmy is uh, on a business assignment for quite some time out in the uh, in China. He lives in China. He lives in China for, for the time being. He'll be back eventually, uh, and I'm probably going to go visit him a little bit to work on the same thing he's working on, but uh, for now he is not not present, and uh, quite, a, quite a bit's changed since we uh, recorded last. Uh, every time we'd go come back to record, something something would change. There were, there yeah. were babies. Uh, one baby, yeah. One, one new baby. Well, I added baby. Hey. My, to my family. Yeah. Little Clementine. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. I, I think I moved in the middle of uh, middle of us trying to do this. Yeah, you did move. We you uh move. we had some big work projects that kind of <laughs> kind of put this back a little bit. I remodeled but. my bathroom. Oh yeah. Well, am I guess I should say am remodeling my bathroom. I, I it looks pretty nice. I like it. Yeah. I dig it. Little little finishing touches. I'm sure my wife won't let me forget. <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those <laughs> things. It's never done, right? Yep. Uh, well, I mean, it's been so long since we recorded that we had kind of decided that we wanted to change things up a little bit, may- maybe refine some parts, take some listener feedback and apply it to the show. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, fair. That's definitely fair. I think there was definitely some things that we could have improved, made better. What do you, so, what are you thinking, Jesse? I well, in this new iteration of the show, I mean, we're still always obviously going to be experimenting and as long as we do this, I'm, I'm sure things will change every so often, but, uh. I thought it would be it'd be good to expand the scope, and I think you'd agree. Oh, yeah, I so think we're gonna, so. We'd focus mostly on uh, science, technology type of topics with a, a few little forays into uh, politics, I guess. Yeah. With the USA breakup and oh, some yeah. of the other things that we talked about. But uh, in, this, in our schedule for this year, we've got some more psychology and sociology type of topics to come up, and those... You might say, well, what's impossible about those? But um, I think you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be readily apparent. Might be an opinion of ours, but uh, we definitely welcome the feedback on yeah. it. Yeah. And maybe we, maybe we could say it's not so much just impossible things as maybe impossible questions or problems that might be impossible. Impossible concepts. Yeah, impossible concepts. Really can't go wrong. There's a lot of impossibility yeah. out there. It doesn't all have to be technology. There's even more implausibility. Ooh. Semantics yet again. So we're also gonna. Um, that's a little bit about the schedule. We're also wanting to beef up our listener interaction, um, but I guess first we'll have to beef up our listener uh, <laughs> numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have some listeners to interact with. Yeah. I suppose that's the but, uh, first uh, problem. Yeah, we both agreed uh, a little earlier. We were talking about consistency of posting episodes, and we're gonna really try to do a um, weekly post. Uh, it won't be a full episode every week. But I think three episodes out of the month will be more like what you're used to with a discussion table, you know, roundtable discussion and conjecture and probably some guests in the middle in the middle of some yeah, of these episodes. Yeah, that'd since, be fun. Some since guests. we don't have uh, have a Jimmy. And also guesses. Ooh, guests with guesses. <laughs> we can have them bring their own guesses. Cool. But the uh, the fourth episode in most months will be a preview of what's to come in that month. Yeah. And we're going to try and group episodes together so that they kind of thematically fit. Uh, this month, January, we're gonna do. It's looking like, uh, well, at this when you, by the time you hear this, you'll have already heard the preview. 
So you'll know. You'll know. <laughs> but that, but that, there's the explanation of the preview that hasn't happened yet, but will happen. Yeah, it's, it hasn't happened to us, but it will have happened to you by the time you... <laughs> Maybe we'll just edit this whole part out. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. So what are we covering today, Jesse? Uh, looks like Mars. Mars? Mars, specifically inhabiting Mars, Ooh. colonizing Mars. Colonizing Mars. Terraforming, I think, was what we originally said. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think they kind of go hand in hand. Terraforming, you'd have to... You'd have to make it habitable in order to really sustain life. Uh-huh. Although I really feel like sometime in our in our lifetime, we will get a man to Mars and back. I, I hope. I hope that's something I see before, yeah, before the end. They're, they're already planning it. There's a list of volunteers. Oh, goodness. Did, you didn't find this? I didn't oh, find No, great. I did not find the list of volunteers. Okay, that's... so everyone check out some TED Talks. Oh, uh, there's two TED Talks posted by people. Well, I'm, there may be more. I found two <laughs> that uh, posted by people who have signed up to go there and not come back. Oh, there's no return plan. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like that's a huge disservice to the entire process. Like, I mean, getting to the moon wasn't as hard, I think, as getting no. back was. But that may be true. The, it, apparently the orbits of Mars and the Earth coincide every once in a while, and you can get there uh, when when Mars is close to the Earth. Right. And then the windows close. Because it's still like a, what, a six-month journey, three-month journey, something Seven like that? Seven months is what I've been hearing. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a substantial amount of time to get there. It's nothing that happens in a matter of days or yeah. weeks even. Right. So, That's, yeah, ooh. this... Um, okay, so the one... The Mars One Project... Uh, one of the co-founders is his name is Bas Landorf. I think he's probably Norwegian or something like that. I don't know what give you that impression. Uh, but the so one of the the guys that signed up to be the first guinea pig, <laughs> and there's still the list is like a thousand or fifteen hundred people long, maybe more. Man, that's a lot of lab rats. So, but they're they're gonna go all go through the training. They're gonna do all the you know astronaut stuff, and then they're gonna start wheeling down the list after that. I how much like. How many people are they planning on sending simultaneously? Just one at a time? No, no, no. a little team, like six, five or six. Six people to never return. Yeah. So is the is the hope that I mean, like this isn't just a throwaway thing, right? They're not going there to die. They're going there to try to sustain life. They're right? going there to live. They. Like, oh man, that yeah. is impressive. So they're gonna. There's gonna be rovers going there first. To scope to, it out. To scope it out. Set up the the little robots that they send will be able to set up their base. And then, oh, interesting. Uh, there will be things there already. Did you see The Martian or read The Martian? No, novel? so that's, I was going to ask you, how much of this correlates to The Martian? Yeah, so a lot of it sounds similar. I only read the first couple of chapters. Mm-hmm. So far. That was all that was free on Amazon Look Inside. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this was last night, so I didn't have a whole heck of a lot of time to get me to the library or anything. It, I mean, like the, the concept itself is pretty exhaustive. Like yeah. Ever since we actually successfully got to the moon and back repetitively. Mm-hmm. I think people were thinking what the next yeah, large definitely. body in space they could get to would be. And Mars certainly has had enough research at this point yeah. that like it, it, it could be habitable. So I, I think people have kind of assumed and this, there's, it's just an exhaustive topic, mm-hmm. still an impossibility at this point though. Pla- plausible. Yeah. I suppose getting there is seeming more possible when we have, Two rovers yeah. there at the moment. We've had other rovers there. It's practically a routine thing now to send yeah. a robot there and abandon it. There's a 2020 rover that's supposed to be there and be the best thing yet. Right. Um, 
but yeah, this uh, this manned mission is going to be. It's going to be interesting. It's a it's another ways off, but they have a year. I forget what year they said. Maybe I was going to ask you if, 30, if, if there was a plan. Like, it, it, is is it yeah. slated? I guess so far. Let's see if I had any. I mean, it's a pretty. It, it to me, like it's it sounds really fascinating. It, it it almost sounds like crazy to think that these people are essentially like signing themselves up for for certain death. Certainly not like returning here. Well, we're all going to die. Well, exactly. They're just planning theirs a little bit more. <laughs> I I mean, and that's the thing is it's a very noble mission. I'm glad somebody's deciding to do it, but I, I would really, man, I would really want to count on like some sort of exit plan because like what, oh man. Yeah. Think of the horror stories you could write about. Oh wait, the Martian. That's right. I am going to, already been made. I'm going to sign up for the newsletter. Mars one newsletter. Oh, right. What, what's minute. the, uh, we'll post the link to that on the website. So okay. every, everybody can follow this in its entirety as it's happening. Yeah, this is going to be good. Uh, so it's mars-one.com. Wow. That's easy enough. Pretty easy. Oh, I just got an email oh. confirming my subscription. Wow, how lovely for you. <laughs> so uh, other than the Mars One one project, I mean, like, obviously there's some plausibility there. They're, they're currently planning it. Like, do we want this to be possible? Is this something we really want to happen so there's a lot of reasons, yeah. There's a lot of reasons why this could be beneficial to us, and not just. I think the the main thing. What's the main thing you think of first? Pops into your head. Well, Wally. Yes. Yeah. Escape plan. Yeah. If there's a reason exactly. to leave Earth for whatever reason, uh, I don't know. Massive climate horrificness. So I was listening. World War Three. <laughs> listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson podcast. Oh you ever listen to that? no, I haven't. That sounds fascinating. Yeah. Oh man, it's good. That's called Star Talk and. If you're interested in this kind of stuff, you should definitely be a subscriber of that. Uh, but he was it a guest of his or he himself who said, "If we know how to terraform Mars, why don't we just you know terraform Earth?" Yeah, if we can. <laughs> I mean, like that's if a we valid can make question. a planet habitable. Why don't we spend all that <laughs> time and energy on our own planet instead of having to leave? Well, I mean, like it, it, if you think about it, it's nothing more than a scaled-up version of what the Pilgrims did in their journey to America. Like they knew uh-huh. there was land over here. We know there's land in Mars. They uh-huh. knew it was relatively habitable because people had been here and returned. Uh-huh. Uh, and something drove them out of England: religious freedom, oppression, whatever, whatever the case may be. They decided to come here, knowing that they might die on the way or die once they got here. Like yeah. it's really no different a situation. I think it's. Pretty pretty anal- analogous. So you're saying Trump is going to get elected and all the Muslims <laughs> will have to go there? That'd be an interesting uh, <laughs> habitation, sir. Uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, I'm, I'm sure as hell not saying Trump's going to get elected. <laughs> that's that's. I might leave if that happens. That's My preposterous. goodness. Preposterous is yeah. putting it lightly. But uh, nonetheless, I, I mean, like that's certainly that'd be a reason to seek out another habitable place. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it would, and also. I think the main the main thing that NASA people are are interested in is finding out more about where life came from. Hmm. If we can if we can figure out what Mars is made out of, how Mars formed in the similar way that we have studied Earth geology. Yeah. Uh it'll tell us a lot about how the universe formed and our solar system specifically. So we could learn more about ourselves by learning by comparing, you know, Earth geology to Mars, yeah. Mars geology, Marsiology. Well, that's fair, I think. How would you say? I don't know that. Marsiology? <laughs> yeah. I guess you can't call it geology. Pretty like we're going to have a whole new list of terms from this this entire process, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um 
Well, I mean, like, like you said, we it would be a good opportunity for us to start over. We certainly could. We, like you said, we can terraform. Mm-hmm. We've done that. Like, if we can figure out how to, if we can figure out how to actually do that practically, mm-hmm. we could definitely reapply it here. If anything, I think this entire uh, operation could improve life here on Earth. Um, in addition to learning about yeah. where we came from, that's and, really true. You know, uh, things like that. But do you think that now, now with what we know about Earth and um, uh, sociology uh-huh. and government and all that stuff, do you think that anything will change about how uh, Mars is colonized? Do you think like we're going to send a rocket and the Russians will send a rocket and they'll try to co-colonize against each other on Mars on separate hemispheres or something? Like, what do you think of the possibility of that? I don't see how that's not possible. I mean, we're just going to take all of our own biases and, you know, that's true. Everything that we have on Earth, nothing's going to change. You don't like pass through some kind of yeah, filter. Yeah, <laughs> on the way there, everything's going to be the same when we get up there. I, but we essentially we've done that with the ISS, though the International Space Station. Like the Russians work on it, the, the Americans work on it. People mm-hmm. go up in each other's rockets. They come back down. Research is yep. pretty well shared. Well, we've been able to keep the North Koreans and the Iranians off of there so far. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the purpose of them getting up there would be, but like. But that's my point is if the Iranians can build nuclear weapons or the Iraqis can build nuclear weapons, like what's to stop them from building a rocket that can go to Mars and just screw things up Yeah, to terrorize the project, I guess. Well, there's always that possibility. I mean, we would know three months ahead of time, (laughs) like, well, six months, seven months. That was, that's right. Seven months ahead of time. We'd know it was going to get there. Like, I don't know how you radio wave past the rocket to get it there, but Uh nonetheless, it's. It's an interesting concept about like uh, what would the governing like uh, like who who would manage that like well, there's there's treaties for space already written oh goodness yeah were they written like almost tongue in cheek before and now they're like an actual applicable thing I think they were always I mean it was always kind of assumed that we would get out there right well, I don't know if it was assumed I think a lot of people thought just like the moon nobody really assumed we'd get to the moon it was the dreamers that thought we'd get there and then you know when we were at this stage in the game of the like hey we could actually get to to the moon. That was when I think things kind of expanded and blew up and became a thing. That's when people started thinking about, well, like the things we're talking about now. Like, well, do you have to govern the moon? Do you? Mm-hmm. And to that point, like, why aren't we trying to colonize the moon? If we're going to have to like do like biodomes on Mars, why aren't we doing yeah. biodomes on the moon? There's more. There. Well, we don't know a whole lot about Mars yet, but I think there's more potential for Mars. It has it has ice on it. Yeah, there's certainly more water. resources there. The moon has nothing like that hey, the moon the moon's close enough for transport though you know yeah but we found no, ways to live in no the inho- inhospitable de- desert you know uh, that's a good point I, it's, it's an interesting concept I was reading something somebody said colorado's not exactly habitable true <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean ask the residents <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good point i mean maybe, what maybe is, that's a future topic could we so have it the moon point? yeah i don't know the moon I've, I've never heard anybody talk about that Hmm. But uh, so almost like we just looked right past it and went, "Oh, Mars! That looks that looks like mm-hmm. it's a better idea." Despite it, I think the fact that there's fourteen month round trip, something there, water, you know, maybe it was habited at some point. Or something, something inviting about it, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. There, they found some salt water flowing. Flowing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I did compared. not hear that they had moving water. Yeah. No one actually saw it. Well, no one's there to see it. Yeah. But they had compared pictures from a year or two ago to mm-hmm. pictures currently. Interesting. And you can see everything is the same except for this one little flow that they said is salt water. I guess I believe them. 
Well, <laughs> I mean, we have no reason not to at this point. Like, yeah. what you know, what's the incentive for them to lie to us about it? I guess. Right. Well, that being said, what are the current reasons that this is impossible today? Why can't we? Why can't we launch a rocket today to get to Mars? I mean, I would think like <laughs> it's expensive at the very least. Like we 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 discontinued our shuttle program. NASA discontinued our shuttle program because of the expense and maintenance, mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that we can currently, well, at the time we could pool resources with Russia or uh, with Europe to get people and things to and from the ISS. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I gotta assume cost is relevant to this in some way. Cost is, yeah, that's a that's a good point. So Elon Musk has been involved in Mars I, research. Doesn't shock me one bit. Yeah, at well, all. He's got SpaceX. Yes, and they're involved in the Mars One project. Oh, that's good. There's Aren't, a lot of private enterprise in, involved in I, Mars and, One. I mean, frankly, this will come as no shock to anybody mm-hmm. with my political affiliations, yeah. but I am well about this being a private enterprise. Neil deGrasse Tyson disagrees with you wholeheartedly. Oh, that's a, that's a shame. <laughs> I feel like progress is incentivized more by private enterprise than by yeah. government. That's my personal opinion, though. But he makes a good point. I mean, well, we don't have to have a political discussion. I, I don't care either <laughs> which way. I mean, like, it's we're talking about the reasons it's and it's, obvi- it's obviously happening, so maybe he's wrong in well, this maybe, instance. Maybe there's some combination of the two. I, I, I don't yeah. know. I just, I'm maybe not a big guys. fan of the government reaching into that kind of thing. Yeah, maybe there's... People with so much money that they just don't care. Uh, there's that too. <laughs> so cool to get to Mars. Let's go. It sounds like Elon Musk. Yeah. It sm- this smells like him. It's yeah. very musky. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. A lot of puns there, folks. A lot of puns. So, <laughs> so I mean, I, I suppose something else would be uh, the, the, the things that, we, what we were just talking about, Colorado, mm-hmm. the desert, like things that would make it in, in uninhabitable. On yeah. Mars would be something else that prohibits us from going today, but it's super cold there. Oh, they have sandstorms. Oh, that makes sense. Pretty regularly that that are have been detrimental to the rovers that are there. Detrimental, like dis- destructive, or detrimental uh, just can't one, communicate with them until it passes. One got buried. Oh, sort of buried, and they had to like they spent all day, I guess, or a week or something like that, digging itself out. Yeah, <laughs> kind of Goodness. rocking back and forth until it kind of. Worked its way up. Yeah, they got it so, out, though. That's important. Yeah. That's something. The ones that are there, I guess, have been there. They've outlived their projected life already. True. I mean, because so they sent the first one up in the 90s, right? I don't I don't have the whole history in front of me. So well, I'll look it up. There's a... My friend Stephen did a podcast called Stephen Explains the News. Oh. And he had a whole episode on just Mars stuff. That sounds awesome. So, I'd recommend that for a completer history of Mars rovers. Oh, I will definitely. Uh, we'll post a link to that to the, to yeah. the website. Yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't mind a little extra traffic. No, maybe he can direct some our way too. Scratch each other's backs, as it were. <laughs> we can use all the extra traffic we can get. Uh, agreed. Um, Shoot, if he listens to our podcast, I don't like uh, double our listenership. <laughs> all two of you out there, goodness gracious. <laughs> So one of the problems with Mars, a manned mission to Mars is getting back, as, as we discussed. It'd be imprudent to send people there without a plan to get back or survive a natural life, you know, a natural length of life. Okay. So I mean, like, that, that completely makes sense. That's, I mean, that, that's my yeah. hesitation entirely with, like, not that I'm up for this, but, mm-hmm. like, wanting to travel to Mars is that I would want a way to get back. Even if yeah. I never planned on coming back, I'd still want a way to get back yeah. just for the sake of... I don't know, not not purposefully walking to death immediately. Like I'd want to live as long as possible there. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't think that's anybody's desire to, is to like just go there to die just to say, look, I was the first one here. 
Yeah. <laughs> now what? I'll just read a book till I die of starvation or something. So in The Martian, the guy, Matt Damon's character, uh-huh. or, well, in the book, it's not Matt Damon. He has nothing to do with it. Oh, well, that's probably better than I'll read the book. <sighs> the book is, uh, I actually liked it, the what I read. I probably will get it and finish it because it was, it was really well written and just has like a real kind of a cheeky tone. Yeah. So he goes, it's partly like he, so he goes up there. And I won't spoil anything because we read this in the first 10 minutes. He, everybody thinks he's dead and everybody from his crew thinks he's dead. Uh-huh. And they leave. Huh. And he's there. Stuck. I did not realize that that is how it went down. Yeah. That's horrible. I should That's probably watch the, that movie. Or I mean, read the book. Yeah. Not watch the movie. Either either way. Uh, but so, it's fascinating. It's kind of like a, a Robinson Crusoe hey, future sci-fi. It sounds like it. I mean, like. What a great concept for a book! Easy, Seriously. easy, easy write too. I'm sure. Like, yeah. Oh, not too many characters. Copy Robinson Crusoe, and, yeah. <laughs> or you know the K or something like that. You could really <laughs> yeah. So go any direction with that. Yeah, exactly. But so the first things he has to worry about are like how to eat and how to get water, mm-hmm. how to breathe air, and everything, and recycle all of those things. I'm sure. Yep, because he's it's a finite supplies whatever they brought with them. Right. So they had been planning to well. I won't get into too much, but sure. So the problems are how to have food there because nothing will grow. Mm-hmm. There's sandstorms that'll wipe out anything that you don't protect right. from them. It's really stinking cold. Yeah. What's gravity like there? Uh, there's some, but we'd be we'd be pretty light. But there is. It's. Uh, I guess it's comparable to Earth. No one really talks about that being a huge hmm. problem. Yeah. It's. It's a. Th- it's a, roughly a third of what the gravity. On Earth, Earth is you know nine point eight meters per second, and it's three point seven. Okay, that's not on terrible. Mars. It's like a third. It's doable. Yeah, I, I'd imagine you can get used to that pretty quick. It's more than the moon. It's double what the moon is. The moon's one point six. Hey, maybe that answers your question. Why we're yeah talking right? About there's, that. there's a lot more challenges to the moon. Apparently, you you become very uh, bouncy. Yes, <laughs> you could <can> bounce yourself. <laughs> I have heard one that you giant could, leap. Yeah, one giant leap, and you're gone. <laughs> I mean, like I, I could definitely. I, I feel like I've heard that statistic somewhere that, like, you could essentially bounce yourself off the moon if you got enough oh, momentum. Bounce yourself into orbit. Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't be good. No, that'd be horrible. <laughs> okay, so that's mm, challenge number one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but Mar- Mars, I mean, Mars because of its mass and because of its its yeah, gravity, it sounds like it'd be pretty hard to bounce yourself off. Yeah. The so moon. another another thing that I we, mean, Mars, I mean, humans don't really cope well with is an excessive amount of ultraviolet light. Oh yeah, sun rays. Mars has very little atmosphere to speak of. To protect you from any, the UV. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So there's no water there also. Yeah. Well, there is mm. There is frozen water, they think. We think. Oh. That there's went. ice caps, but the ice caps are what? Carbon dioxide. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Dry ice. Oh, that's no. Yeah. That's not going to work. No, liquefying that isn't going to be much help. However, it's been theorized that underneath... There's uh, underneath the surface, there's mm. gigantic aquifers of liquid water or ice water. Do we think it's regular, actual regular like H2O water. water? Yeah, people think it. Interesting. Experts all theorize that there is. So what does the, let's think a little earth science. Okay. So we're having a greenhouse gas problem on earth, correct? Yes. And that is adding to our atmosphere. Yes. And it's going to make the earth really... Hot. Yes. Mars is cold. There, you, there's no 
carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. So are you thinking that purposefully polluting, for lack of a better term, the atmosphere of Mars could potentially help with the UV and the temperature situation? I don't know. A lot of smarter people than me have suggested it, Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. How do you reckon he proposed to uh, disperse the CO2 from the polar ice caps? Oh, I can't even imagine a nuclear weapon. <laughs> How did you know that? Oh, because it's it's <laughs> completely insane. It's the it's literally the most destructive thing on our planet. Might be the most productive thing on the planet of Mars. Ironic, that, eh? That sounds like a Muskian thing to me. You just have to. Well, <laughs> smells like Musk. Okay, so he said. I actually watched an interview where he he kind of spelled this out a little bit. Yeah, and he said that would be the fast way. Right. I'm sure there's a potentially less volatile way to do it yeah just put a car up there running for you know 10 <laughs> years i'm sure that'll be helpful yeah well the key is to get the the co2 that's melt that's frozen on mm-hmm. the poles up into the atmosphere uh, yeah yeah demelted and up into the atmosphere and then things kind of start to happen on its own yeah so the question is more how do you stop it once you've had enough once oh it's i see enough. what you're saying like yeah. how do you pump the brakes on that situation yeah that's a which is something we haven't really figured out here. Well, yeah, if we can't figure it out on our own planet, how are we going to do it on Mars? Except right. for that, we we don't have much to lose in quotes on Mars. Like, we there's no life we're going to be killing if we screw that up. Right. We're just screwing up another planet, which is irresponsible for a number of other reasons. But uh-huh. there's you know, to our knowledge as of today, there's no death that we'd be causing. Um, it's, I mean, it's interesting reading some of the stats on, like, Mars in comparison to Earth. Like, really, all you got to do is type in blank on Mars into Google, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll post the results that came up for gravity on Mars because it yeah, actually it shows the comparison of Jupiter, which is, you know, almost three times what it is. The, gra- the gravity on Jupiter is almost three times what it is on Earth. But it's a very interesting comparison. Uh, they have the same length of day we do for the most part. It's only it's only twenty four hours and forty minutes. Yeah. So the rotation around its pole is the same here, but it's double. A year there is double. It's six hundred and eighty seven days oh, to oh, to orbit far, the sun. Yeah, it's farther out. That's right. Yeah, it is. It's got a longer loop, a longer um, longer. Uh, what is that? Path of travel, whatever you want to call that. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, it it it's definitely like the most comparable of of the planetary bodies I think near us. It definitely makes sense as to why we would go there as opposed to the moon. Mm-hmm. Although I think that there are ways to, I, I think there would be ways to inhabit the moon. Um, it would definitely require a supply chain from Earth, mm-hmm. would, a consistent supply chain from Earth. But I think we could do it. Yeah. Um, conceptually, cost wise, maybe not. But that's not you know this isn't about colonizing the moon. This is about colonizing Mars. Yeah. So. It, it's definitely comparable, though. It's it's interesting, just a little bit of research you can do on it to to see why it would be an appealing yeah. concept. Um, I, it's very curious. I'm interested to see how it pans out in the next couple of years. Uh, you know, being that it sounds like they've got this scheduled for 2030 or something, oh, something yeah. relatively relatively close. Right. I mean, it, even if it was 2030, 2025. 2035 2040 like that's that's still a relatively short amount of time yeah. for them to plan all this stuff well, the first people they want to send there are alive now yeah exactly so that i mean that 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 says enough right there that uh that they should be figuring out a lot of the the big yeah. the big challenges in getting there and staying there um it'll be really interesting to see what what we garner from this experience though as as people as the human race like what 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 will come back? What kind of technology will be progressed, as you were saying, for like us here yeah. for life on Earth? It, it'll be really interesting. So, I, I mean, to, to that point, I really I don't even think that this is a an impossibility. I think it's a matter of time. 
Yeah. I mean, the colonization is definitely possible. The terraformation, I guess we'll find out when we get there. Yeah. I mean, like, but, there's uh, really no way to know till we're there and doing it, but it sounds like all the, the parts are there for us to progress some sort of life to getting yeah i mean i think there's a there's an article i found in my research that that there's like mold growing there um interesting i, I think i actually saw that on a blog that elon musk he favorited it uh i what he favorited it? no no i like i i think it was an interview with him like okay. some blog that interviewed him about it and he was saying you know can send a million people to mars for you know five hundred thousand dollars each or something like that like hmm. he, he'd found some way to make it not completely cost prohibitive to get there that potentially a large number of people could afford it personally uh, or be sponsored like and it not be a super difficult thing nah. i'll post the link to it it's a really interesting article but i think he mentions that they found mold growing somewhere or that oh, somebody's okay. theorized they found mold growing there um but nonetheless like i mean I, I like i said even if it doesn't happen in our lifetime it's going to happen eventually i don't think that the the momentum for this is going to wane entirely to where people won't want to keep trying yeah there's enough I, I feel like there's enough motivation and people who are passionate about it and people who are willing to spend money on it clearly yeah so i i mean i guess we're we're not calling this impossible as much as we're we're saying it's a matter of time yeah yeah but uh, yeah there's Might still be a the lot second of, time in history folks that jesse says that it's uh -huh. not impossible well it depends on what we're saying are we saying colonization yeah okay then sure you think that's possible? Are we saying terraformation? Uh, well, I, I'm not. See, I'm not entirely convinced that that's possible myself. So uh, I can't really, I can't really trap you in that box either. Right. Okay. But do you think that to that point, though, do you think that that's possible? Certainly, sounds like an idea. I think. I mean, yeah, we wouldn't really know until you get up there and yeah. try to disperse some of that CO two. Hmm. See what happens. I, there are challenges. There's, there's yeah. no doubt. There's challenges to the, to the lot of this problem. It's just, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a matter of break breakthroughs here, breakthroughs there. I right. think will help us get a better idea. The theory is that the atmosphere was destroyed by solar winds a long time ago. Mm -hmm. From like and an asteroid or meteor or something. From or? more from the when the solar system was still forming. Oh, to like a long time ago in a galaxy right here. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that wouldn't necessarily. I mean, maybe we wouldn't have the that to fear. Yeah. When once we were, if we were to to you know induce an atmosphere to form again, right? Maybe we wouldn't have that problem. Uh, potentially, uh, I mean, like it, it, we probably have similar risks and potential disasters that can happen to our own planet. We're just yeah. we're used to this, and that would be another reason to have a. A Mars to a go backup. to. A backup. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. In case we ever lose our planet, we've got a spare. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's a curious situation nonetheless. But I, I do think, I mean, to the point of Wally, like, I think the reason that that concept is so, at least for me, it's, it's a frightening movie because it's so possible. It's so possible we could come up with this harebrained idea. Oh, we'll just leave these robots to clean up the earth and mm -hmm. we'll come back after a seven year cruise, you know, in space. Like, I think. I don't think we would go colonize another planet to do that per se, as much as we might try just space travel mm. akin to what they do in the movie. But at the same time, like if we had a planet to go to, why wouldn't we try that? Why wouldn't we try to, I don't know, start life over again somewhere else Yeah, or have an escape plan? Yeah. I mean, the, that's true. The, the starting life over thing is pretty interesting 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be, I heard that bandied about a little bit as a potential reason for colonizing Mars or terraforming Mars. Certainly. You could, you could bioengineer some species of right. animal, cows or, or whatever that would be, you know, uh, adapted mm-hmm. genetically to life on Mars. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Um, I agree. I, I mean, like I, th- I think that that's, that's certainly, I mean, making that a possibility, being able to, to genetically engineer a species that could live just in the current atmosphere mm-hmm. to, like, carry us over mm-hmm. to when we have an atmosphere, maybe. Like, that that could be curious. Yeah. And if you're going to talk about growing plants, I mean, they're definitely not going to be happy. No. Earth plants wouldn't be not happy on No, but, I mean, we, we've already proven that we can genetically modify yeah. organisms yeah. here on Earth yeah. that are at least somewhat edible, despite, <laughs> you know, the fact that we hate them as a society. Uh, like, it's certainly something that could continue, like, we could continue that process and maybe find a way. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the whole Jurassic Park thing? Life yeah. finds Life a way. Finds like, a we, way. we could find a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly, it's an, it's an interesting topic. I'm sure there'll be a lot of news on it in the future. Mm-hmm. Ours really seems to be trending right now for whatever reason. Maybe it was the movie or maybe it was... Eh, it probably has a rovers. lot to do with The Martian. But, yeah. And, well, and another another rover launch coming up. Yeah. Relatively soon. That's true. And there was some, I think there was some rover news recently. Ooh. It got buried again. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, what? so what are we talking about next week? Uh, next week is going to be, say, if we did get people to Mars, uh-huh. they would have to work together, live together. Right. Obviously, very close quarters at first. Yes. Extremely close. Uh, if you look at, if you go to the Mars One website, they've got a picture of their little sediment. Yeah. On the, on the front page. Or maybe it's right... Right under the front page, um, but they so these people are going to be in close quarters. Oh yeah, it is on the front page. Oh goodness, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. That is, I mean, it looks like the ISS just linear and smaller. Yeah. So what you don't see there is the Doesn't network of solar panels. Apparently, uh, oh. there's an abundance of sunlight there. Yeah, well, makes sense to derive some energy off of that. Certainly. Uh, so what happens when there's conflict? personal interpersonal conflict yeah what happens if you get somebody there who just insists on stealing stuff and being generally disruptive or what if the north koreans show up oh goodness those north koreans so uh next week let's talk about what if we say uh reforming the incorrigible criminal oh or or something to that effect incorrigibility Sure. Generally. So is there, would there be a way, is it possible to reform somebody who just won't, won't adhere to the general, what do you call it? The norms of the society. Yeah. Who's bent on being disruptive. Huh. Okay. That sounds, sounds like a good enough topic. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly a lot of impossibility there. It's a deep one. Oh, yes. Deep philosophical as well. This would maybe be, would you say, our first one that's uh, going to stray from the science and technology. It, yeah, it's certainly going to be more of a uh, mental... Psychological. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be more, more of that, yeah, more of the, the, the people portion of things. Yeah. The science of people instead of the science of, of tech. A lot harder to prove. Oh, or disprove, for oh, that matter. Or disprove, so... Yeah. It's really an abstract, abstract concept mm-hmm. in general. Opinions that are going to be <laughs> flying... <laughs> Probably flying in the face of each other. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, 
Should be good. You're incorrigible. You're incorrigible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. As always, there's the, uh, the website and our Twitter account and Facebook. You can hit us up in those places, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Indeed. Thanks for joining us today. Visit impossiblethingspodcast.com to interact with the guys on Twitter, Facebook, and email. Questions, topic suggestions, corrections, and rants are always welcome. Also, find more episodes and see sources referenced in today's discussion. Impossiblethingspodcast.com for all things impossible. Impossible.